1: Oh yeah! We're going to hump it, we're going to trump it Happy Wednesday It's a happy hump day, trump day Let's look over at Greg. You said, huh? What? Yeah, what? What What you talking about? That's Willis? the idea, man. Keep everybody on their toes. Uh, we're always guessing. It is 6.08 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Welcome, Israel. That's going to be your top story for a while. Um, recent news, missiles are being fired uh, into northern uh, Israel. So I guess I'm assuming that's Hezbollah and firing yep. rockets in from Lebanon, so uh, you know the fight continues, and real—I mean, really, just really getting started. I mean, uh, Israel yeah. putting their pieces together. I have a story here: first plane carrying U.S. armaments arrives in Israel, and IDF says that's a key part of regional security and stability. The Biden administration began delivering munitions to Israel this week as a country wages war with Hamas terrorist fighters. They're designed to facilitate significant military operations and increase preparedness for other scenarios. We're grateful for the U.S. backing and assistance to the IDF and the state of Israel in general during this challenging period. Okay, so, you know, President Biden came out, you know, strongly, made, mm-hmm. made his first statements initial when the attack uh, came out, and then... And he was nowhere to be seen for a little bit. And then he popped back out again the other day and um, gave a a strong speech in many ways. Make no mistake about it. Uh, We've got Israel's back. He was saying the right things. Uh, He omitted, though, any mention whatsoever of, you know, the head of the snake, if you will, or serpent, and that is Iran. Mm. The word Iran never came out of his mouth. And it's interesting because... There's been the banter, of the talk about the $6 billion, you know, for uh, releasing some Americans that are being held and unfreezing some of these assets and if they were being used for terrorist uh, activities. Well, it's the number one state sponsor of terrorism. So if you know you've got this money coming in, this this pot of money, you just take from your other money and then you refill that, whatever. I mean, sure. come on. It's... Yeah, I know. It's supposed to be used for humanitarian purposes, non-military, whatever. It's held in a bank in Gutter. Gutter is, uh, you know, uh, Hezbollah is all uh, friendly with the uh, that particular bank where the money's even oh. being held at. So uh, they're kind of, I don't know, playing a game uh, with us a little bit. And I say yeah. they, I mean the Biden administration. And the Biden administration has been playing the game, you know, kind of with Israel and iran all along why are they constantly trying to appease iran what what's that. what's really what's behind that they're very uh they're a dangerous adversary and foe of ours and i mean they say things like we like to wipe israel off the map and then you know we'll go after america the devil etc so wh- wow. why why would you want to appease them um, and supposedly work with them. oh well, if if we're friendly with them, we can kind of contain their nuclear program to some extent. That's baloney. It doesn't work that way. No, and it hasn't worked. And that's part of the whole thing. Um, interesting piece I found in the Federalist, and um you know, giving you a little perspective on this whole thing, as the perpetrators have openly admitted the massacre was planned and prepared with the help of Iran whose other terrorist proxies, Hezbollah in Lebanon, Shiite militias in Syria and Iraq, Houthi terrorists in Yemen, remain at the ready to expand the fight on Tehran's orders. Everybody get that? The funding comes from Iran. Iran, just in one oil deal alone with China, made $30 billion. Okay? And that money is going to state-sponsor terrorism. Terrorists have to eat. Terrorists have to have a place to live. You don't think about it that way, but that's what it is. It's an extension of a military operation. Just that, you know, instead of fighting other militaries, you know, they target civilians and things like that. So you've got these terrorist, you know, proxies working for Iran. How can the president come out and do a speech about what happened in Israel and fail to mention Iran? Iran. It's, it's odd, to say the least, mm-hmm. and it only brings, to me, it brings more attention to it, which is a good thing. Uh, the likely purpose of the attack, from Iran's perspective, was to undermine peace efforts between Israel and Arab states, most especially Saudi Arabia. Not coincidentally, this has also been a major effort of the Biden administration, which has sought to undermine the historic Abraham Accords achieved under President Trump by injecting the Palestinian issue into the center of the Arab-Israel conflict, even while pretending to seek an agreement. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. They're pretending that, oh, yeah, 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 we got your back, and we're all about it. But in essence, they really helped to sort of pave the way for some of this stuff to happen. Maybe not directly, but indirectly is bad enough. You know, if you indirectly aid your enemy... The outcome is still bad. The Biden administration has released $6 billion to Iran, currently stored at a bank in Hamas-friendly gutter. I'm sorry, I said Hezbollah earlier. Hamas-friendly gutter. It has provided funds to Gaza, which they admitted would result in arming Hamas and pillaged stockpiles of U.S. arms stored in Israel as part of a long-standing agreement and sent them to Ukraine. So the Biden administration as Obama administration before it has at every turn counseled Israel to maximize restraint and complacency in the face of a growing peril, all while professing friendship. That was from The, uh, uh, the Federalist, and it goes on from there, but uh, Kyle uh, Schiedler wrote that piece, and, and I just thought it was a very interesting and he also talks about uh, Nikki Haley saying the attack represents an attack on America. Or then there's the gutter-friendly Senator Lindsey Graham issuing threats against Iran. It's mere hmm. fecklessness and bravado. And it's true. He does. He, ta- he always talks the war game, doesn't yeah. he? Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet skylines. And Shep, you're on the air.
2: Good morning. You know, history, maybe history doesn't repeat itself, but it certainly does rhyme. You know, December 7th, 1941, we were attacked by an enemy that we considered to be inferior. It was the intelligence operations of the time said, Don't worry, Pearl Harbor is too far away from Japan to mount an effective attack. And even if they got here, Pearl Harbor is too shallow for a torpedo attack. Well, they had very fuel-efficient planes, which made the trip. And what did they do? They put wooden fins on their torpedoes so they would level out at 20 feet. You, they are, they are, they totally underestimated. The same thing happened here from a personal perspective. My dad told me back in the 1930s in New York City, they were ripping up the trolley tracks because they were going to go to buses rather than trolleys. And they were selling the scrap metal to Japan. And there were reports coming in from uh, journalists saying, hey, they're using all this scrap metal to build up their military. Basically, they were told, shut up. We're making money. We don't care. We're in depression. We got to have money. Does any of this seem familiar, gentlemen? I'll see you later.
1: Yeah, thanks,
0: Shep. Yes, it does. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?